0: freedom fighters, defenders of liberty, deplorables, lizard people, insurrectionists, election deniers, conspiracy theorists, and mega ultra mega extremist Republicans, and all you annoying other people that did not vote to reelect the Marxist midget. I am your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Freedom Speak. We are unindoctrinated, unvaccinated, unrestrained, unashamed, unrelenting, unapologetic, and unafraid on Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. Check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com. You can listen to playbacks of any of my previous shows, and check out other useful resources I have posted there, and you can also check out the podcast of this show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. You can email me your questions and comments to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And if you want to get started advertising, you can also uh, email me about that too, and we'll get you going. So wow, so much happening over the past week or so. They I I am I've just got a pile of uh, show notes and I doubt if we'll get we'll scratch the surface on them, but we're gonna do the best we can. Uh, the election And yet again, evidence of fraud. Amazing. So, you know, it is my belief that the United States is fast becoming a banana republic. Now, I'm sure you've heard this term used before, but do you actually know the origin of this term? So I did a little bit of research on it. The term banana republic was first used by an American writer by the name of O. Henry, I think there was a candy bar named O. Henry, if I remember. Yeah, I don't think it's the same guy. In a series of short stories, most well-known is one about the fictional country of Anchuria. It was based on the writer's experience in Honduras, where he had fled for a few months to avoid prosecution in Texas for embezzling money from the bank where he worked. The term banana republic, which originally referred to a politically unstable country run by a dictator and his cronies with an economy dependent on a single product, took on a life of its own. In this case, the single product happened to be, guess what, bananas. (laughs) Over the past century, banana republic has evolved to mean any country with or without bananas, that has a ruthless, corrupt, or just plain loopy leader who relies on the military and destroys state institutions in an egomaniacal quest for prolonged power. Wow, does any of that sound familiar to you? Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to talk about that right now. Now, I would say that our current Democrat Party-controlled government, and I'm not going to say democratic. i it drives me crazy when people do that. They're not the democratics. They're the Democrats. There's nothing democratic about these people. Our government in our country is fast qualifying to be referred to as a banana republic based on the criteria I just mentioned. Let's see i definitely say we have a president and commander-in-chief that would certainly qualify as loopy. Even when he was running for the office in 2020, he would often get confused about things like who his wife is, where he was, and what office he was actually running for. Remember that? I'm Joe Biden, and I'm running for Senate. <laughs> and they actually elected the guy. Unbelievable. I would say Joe and Hunter Biden's financial ties to China, Russia, and Ukraine would be considered by anyone capable of critical thinking as a possible security risk to our country. Now, I can tell you from my own experience as a government employee, I used to work for the FAA at the Air Traffic Center, believe it or not, that something like that would most certainly keep me from getting a security clearance required to be hired as a federal employee. But yet you can be president of the United States. In recent days, we're hearing stories about the FTX scandal in which investors were scammed out of millions of dollars. Much of that money was donated to the Democrat Party for the 2022 midterm elections. Billions of dollars were funneled through, guess where, the Ukraine to FTX. And how the DOD is continuing to send an unlimited amount of our taxpayer money to Ukraine to fight the so-called Russian invasion. Remember how I just mentioned the financial ties that the Bidens have with both Russia and Ukraine? Evidence to prove all of this comes thanks to Hunter Biden's laptop, which the corrupt mainstream media kept saying was Russian disinformation during the 2020 campaign for president, in which they tried to shield Joe Biden from scrutiny all while Joe Biden was hiding in his basement, not really running a campaign at all. I've been saying all along that I thought the money going to Ukraine was part of a money laundering operation. It's now starting to look like that money laundering operation was used to finance the Democrat Party in 2022 midterms, and it continues to fund their efforts to stay in power forever. Isn't it great how I predict these things and they end up being true? Joe Biden has been and continues to use federal agencies to investigate, arrest, and wrongfully imprison those that politically oppose him. It's looking like Elon Musk might be the next target of the DOJ, simply for threatening to promote free speech on Twitter. We have a corrupt election system, whereas in Democrat-controlled states, we literally continue trucking in fraudulent ballots in the middle of the night and continue counting for days or weeks after the election is over until enough Democrat votes are counted to defeat the Republican challenger. In Arizona, the current Democrat SOS was even counting votes in her own election for governor. And in Pennsylvania, they, they elected a dead guy by a landslide. Since the Democrat Party currently controls the entire federal government and the agencies under it filled with a lot of left-wing extremists, Joe Biden has all the power of a dictator, and you could even say that even meets all the criteria of an actual fascist. Know how they're always calling us fascists? Remember how they were always calling Donald Trump a fascist? They're always accusing people of being fascists if you're a Republican, but are totally silent while Joe Biden and other Democrat politicians do whatever they want and trample all over our constitutional freedoms. So let me remind you all again what fascism actually is. I've talked about it before, but I think everybody needs a really good reminder right now. It's a way of organizing a society in which a government ruled by a dictator controls the lives of the people, and in which the people are not allowed to disagree with the government. The word fascism, as I just defined, is but one word of a multitude of words being thrown around like hand grenades in a social war that is transpiring before our very eyes. This social cataclysm doesn't respect the traditional definition of words, as we know, but instead allows its half-witted warriors to subjectively apply any meaning to words that they want and apply a meaningless dictum to anyone they wish to destroy. Liberals definitively believe that because conservative Americans reject the tenets of collective goals and values, that makes us fascist. There again, the redefinition of words. This is a total perversion of reality. The suggestion by liberals that conservative Americans seek dictatorial government is an example of deception and of gross stupidity. It is deception by those at the top of the socialist movement who seek control and stupidity of monumental proportions by the hordes of followers void of any cognitive abilities. Our so-called president was suggested, suggesting that a vote for conservatives would end the democratic process when he said that democracy is on the ballot. Sleepy Joe apparently doesn't understand that democracy is the ballot, or at least it's supposed to be. We're witnessing right before our very eyes the destruction of religion and its call for self-accountability as a belief system. The 40% rise in the murder rate in the United States is an example of collective accountability. And there is no such thing as that. Within the Christian dogma, I as an individual must atone for my transgressions. However, if you sit by and allow this socialist, nihilist, collectivist ideology to take control of this country, then within the coming years, your children and grandchildren will be made to pay dearly for your perceived transgressions. We're already experiencing to a small extent what's coming as they force you into your respective bigot fascist evil box. Just because a group of people wants to protect the lives of the unborn doesn't constitute a move to fascism. In truth, giving over total control of your life to a Mussolini-type dictator who decides who can and cannot have children would actually be fascism. So, wow, there's so much going on today. Um, I've got Ali Aniga in the studio with me. Stephen Garrett, which stepped out for a moment, is also in the studio today with me. And we're going to talk about all this stuff. I, uh, Where do we start, Allie? What do you think? Elections. I think so, too. Yeah. There's so much to unpack there. So I'm going to let you start to talk about elections, because I know you have some things on your mind. I do. And I do. There's actually. so much.
1: So there's a lot that happened in our state. Um, we could talk about Kerry Lake. I mean, that's a we big could. one. That's national. Yes. Um, so let's start
0: with Kerry Lake. Let's do that. Um, I was watching this morning before I came into the studio. I was watching OAN. And they were, you know how 2,000 Mules. By the way, any of you guys that have not seen the movie 2,000 Mules, you need to watch it. Because what it shows in that movie was going on in Arizona during this election. Okay, until we get a handle, until we get some Republicans in, in, in charge that can actually institute some actual election reform, like they did in Florida mm-hmm. and Georgia, mm-hmm. okay? We didn't really have too much no. of a problem there, you know? Well, well, Georgia, yeah. You know, maybe. Yeah, Georgia's Georgia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Florida, no problem at all.
1: Nope, Texas too. Texas there also. Little, there was a couple places that mm-hmm. had some problems in Texas, but for the most part, they were done. Yeah. They were done voting. Yeah. And they were done counting. How it should be. That's right. You
0: know, I was watching uh, Donald Trump's announcement the mm-hmm. other night in mm-hmm. which he announced that he is running for president. Yes. And there, there's a number of... Uh, I'm sure that they're going to be labeled conspiracy theories out there about why he didn't say that he was running for president of the United States in 2024. He didn't say 2024. He just said that he was announcing his candidacy for president of the United States. He just left it right there at that. Yes. And there's all kinds of speculation about (laughs) everything he said. So, um, And I know that's something you've been looking into a little bit. Yeah, I've
1: been looking into it. I mean, I'm always looking at, at what's going on. Mm-hmm. And and the underlying part of it, um, what you see is not always what you get, right? Yeah. So um, there's a lot going on with that. But um, as far as you know, it's interesting about Carrie Lake. So we started out with talking about Carrie. I think Carrie that's Lake. actually
0: so, a perfect example to point out because yes. I think that's where the fight is going to be.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, and she's not going to give up. She's not going to give Good. in. And and she's a fighter. And, and I admire her for that. For,
0: I think she saw this coming.
1: Oh, absolutely. She yeah. said back in July, hey, we've got eyes, we've got ears, we've got lawyers. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get away with it. And so, and you know, I applaud her for that because she is going to fight it. Um, there was a decree that came out from the citizens of uh, Arizona that said we want an election, another election on December 6th. We want it one day. We want it paper ballots. We want it counted. We want everything to go be sealed after the count in the precinct, and taken to a secure location by the sheriffs. And that's how it should be. All that is how it should be. And they want it done. They want
0: who is who is who is calling for this? um,
1: There were. It was a group of citizens that that said we want this. We, we want this to be done. So, um, and a lot of people are, are behind that.
0: Everybody's going to have to yes. step up. You know, the, the uh, what is it, the county commissions in, in Arizona, are they the ones that certify the votes? Yes. So, well, these- the, the Board of Elections. Board of Elections. These people need to stand up and say, we're not going to certify this election. Well, there
1: there have been people that have said, you know, you're evil. You should be kicked off this board because you are going to certify something that is not legal. It's mm-hmm. not constitutional. For one, Katie Hobbs was counting ballots. She was in the ballot counting room counting ballots for her own election. N- no. <laughs> Can no. you
0: say appearance of uh of a problem with appearance? Then. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely conflict, an appearance definitely conflict problem. problem. Definitely conflict, a conflict of, interest. of interest. You know, I, I remember We have
1: that in our state as well with Maggie Tules well, Oliver. But I, I we'll mentioned get there. how
0: I used to work for the federal government. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now they had a rule that even if it's something that you're doing that even could have the appearance of a problem, mm-hmm. it's a problem. Right. Okay. Right. That That is way over the top right. of appearance. Well, even
1: the scriptures tell us avoid the very appearance of evil. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, for her Now, I don't know if you saw this, but I actually saw it. Fox News last week released... And they had it down in the corner while somebody was talking. I can't remember who it was. Bartiromo, maybe. And it came up. I love watching her show on Sunday morning. Well, and it came up and it said, Katie Hobbs, 53, Carrie Lake, 47. Hmm. What was the final tally a week later? Mm -hmm. 53, 47 in favor of Katie Hobbs. Yeah. So they already knew what they were going to announce. And they were like, oh, no, that was just a test. It wasn't anything real. But isn't that what happened? Another thing happened in Pennsylvania. I think it was, no, no, it was Adam Laxalt in, in Nevada. Mm-hmm. He said, she's going to need 63% of that vote. What happened the next day? She got 63%. Percent.
0: What a coincidence.
1: <sighs> no coincidences. <laughs> There's no <laughs> such yeah. thing as a coincidence. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, they're fighting it. Um, Fincham, Secretary of State there, said, I'm not, I'm not conceding. I didn't lose, you know, same with, with Kate, um uh, Carrie Lake. Good. So, good. you know, um, and, and I applaud that because this, you know, that is the heart, you know?
0: Well, but, I watched on OAN this morning, which mm-hmm. that's like one of my favorite news yep. channels to watch. I think that they really tell it like it is mm-hmm. Fox. I lost confidence to them, yep. uh, with Years them ago. in the 2020 election for sure. Yep. Okay. Years ago. Because. Oh, Brett uh, Baer yeah. calling it seven yeah. minutes after Yeah. no, no. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I was watching some, they, they have actual video evidence. These are actually government controlled cameras Mm -hmm. that are at these ballot, these, you know, these, these drop ballot drop boxes, Mm -hmm. which need to go away. Right. Um, There's no reason for them whatsoever. But they were showing some video footage from some of these ballot drop boxes in Arizona. And once again, just like on 2,000 Mules, if you don't believe 2,000 Mules, watch this current video. It's exactly the same thing. You have people driving up. They have a stack of ballots in their hand. They're shoving them in. They're cramming. They won't, you know, the slots on those ballot boxes are actually kind of small. So you can't, you can only cram like maybe a couple in at the same time. So they're dropping them on the ground and everything else because there's so many of them. And they're just shoving these, just stuffing them in there. Oh, yeah. I, and and they have like a stack of maybe 10 of them. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, with with the, with the mules. I mean, they're not, they're, the interesting thing is, and this is what I've discovered, is that, you know, let's extend the election. Let's extend the time so that we can fabricate ballots. Right, of so course. So that we can win. And that, I mean, that's what they're doing. I mean, people actually went out. I have never seen so many long lines here in New Mexico as I did on election day. Oh, me too. I waited an hour, a, an hour and a half in line.
0: Well, I voted in the East Mountains, which normally you're just in and out real quick. Yep. And we had a line out the door. Yep. It's like people yes. were, people were motivated and they that's were right. showing up in mass. That's
1: right. And, and why would they show up in mass? To make sure that their vote, vote counted. Yeah. But guess what? Here in New Mexico, your vote didn't count. It did. But it didn't yeah let me explain what i'm what i'm saying so i woke up in the middle of the night on wednesday morning it was about four o'clock to mm-hmm. me that's the middle of the night because that's early so i woke up about four o'clock and i said hmm, let me just check you know so i look, went to the secretary uh secretary of state's website and her unofficial and it it re um, every five minutes okay so i was watching it and i looked i was just watching the gubernatorial race because I had a dog in that fight, right? And so I looked at it. We had a Libertarian candidate. We had the Republican and we had Grisham, Mm -hmm. okay? So the Libertarian candidate at that time had 4,200 votes, around in there, 4,200 votes. And I said, yeah, okay, that's about right, okay? Ricketti was behind, Michelle was ahead. Then about it was about four o'clock. So about five thirty, I looked at it again. I said, "Well, let me just let me just check." The Libertarian candidate had over seventeen thousand votes,
0: which actually I I would believe. Okay, she had some pretty good support.
1: Okay, and I said, "Okay, maybe." Another hour goes by, so we're talking probably six forty-five. I look again, and the Libertarian candidate is back down to forty-two hundred votes. And Michelle's pulling way far ahead. Hmm. I was like, that, well, that's interesting. Wow. Okay. Because I saw the same thing back in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then again, later, I looked again. It was probably noon and she was back up to 17,000 votes. So I'm thinking, so are they dumping them into the libertarians' pocket and then rolling them over to the Democrats?
0: Kind of like vote? laundering them through yep. the libertarians. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So, you know... Um, I could, I could more believe the forty two hundred because I think she actually lost some people when she said, "I'm not asking you to vote; I'm telling you to vote for me." Yeah, that
0: was really, really uh, <clears throat> a bad, a bad yeah. image.
1: And then she said, "As long as I'm in the race, Ron Ketty will never win. That man mm-hmm. will never win." Um, <clears throat> so that makes se- you wonder. That and made I think her seem a little lo- selfish. Yes, well, and yeah. a little bitter as yeah. well. So anyway, um, so it, it it just made me wonder. I think she probably lost some of those votes. So I would I would say yeah, maybe forty two, maybe five thousand, maybe, mm-hmm. you know. But um, but I saw that with my own eyes, and unfortunately, I didn't think about screenshotting it yeah. right, because it, you just look and oh yeah, well. Uh, Okay, so I didn't get the 42. I didn't get the 17, and so I thought, oh, I better screenshot, and I screenshot, and then it was 17,000. It was stayed that way, right? So, um, but there's some statutes that Maggie
0: Toulouse Oliver
1: has broken in her race alone. She should have recused herself. Because she was running.
0: Well, same situation in Arizona. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, Maggie Um, Toulouse should have also recused herself. So
1: there was, there's a couple of statutes that she's broken, and it needs to be addressed. One is um, that a legislator or public officer cannot... The legislator or public officer or employee shall use the powers and resources of public office only to advance the public interest and not to obtain personal benefits or pursue private interests. I would say winning an election is a private interest.
0: I would most certainly think so. So that's Mm -hmm. a statute.
1: She's broken. Here's another one. She has been, uh, she should have recused herself, but she didn't. She has been um, uh, threatening qualified electors with a fourth degree felony and jail time. Okay, she is threatening our county commissioners that they have to certify the election. Our county commissioners in Bernalillo County are meeting today. Now, to see, do just that. see,
0: which is ridiculous if you think about it. OK, if you think if she is telling these county commissioners that they must certify the election, then why do we even bother having the county commissioners certify the election in the first place mm-hmm. if, if it's not up to them? They should be able to look at this and say, hey, there's a lot of things wrong here. I don't feel good about this. I'm not going to certify this. I think we need to look into this. But if she's ordering them to do it, I think that's really, really an abuse of power big time.
1: Mm-hmm. She is. So, yeah. um coercion of voters Mm -hmm. okay that's coercion yeah yeah. so um you know our county commissioners are gatekeepers of our elections they ought to be allowed to say hey we've got enough people saying there's something going on that we need to look at it Mm -hmm. but you know i talked to um my county commissioner won't mention a name but uh probably the only conservative on the on the board who said you know if i if i start something then i'm never going to get anything done that i need to get done for our county and for the conservatives in our county and i'm like yeah i understand that position but you have to make a stand you, do. you know you have to make a stand so um so it's just very unfortunate that a lot of this has gone on so we also have a report that people were actually watching our elections, and what I want to know is how did the Republicans start out with zero votes, but the Democrats started out with like fifty thousand? Hmm. Interesting.
0: That is interesting. You so, know, I was watching that one. I was reading that one report that we have in which it was talk. It was showing the curve of like uh, of voters, uh, but based on different age groups across different counties across all thirty-three counties, yeah. and the curve was nearly identical in every single county, yes. which is statistically impossible. Impossible. Yes. Yet it is. So which that kind of tells you that, in fact, they're not really counting our votes at all, that they're, they, they already have a predetermined right. amount.
1: Well, in, in the 2020 election, um, call me an election denier or whatever, there was evidence that certain counties were dropping their votes into other counties in our elections, so they were manipulating the vote and moving votes from one county into another county to a different party. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yes, the, you know there are a lot of people in this state who say that the machines can't do it. Now, the machines can't, but the people that are running the machines can, yeah, and they do. And um, you know, when you look at uh, the the Democrats that ran for office, did you see very many signs? Did you see or hear very many radio no. ads? Did you no. see or hear any No, we no. didn't. They, and you know and they and it's they, they knew.
0: The, the trend seems to be now that Democrats they they don't even want to debate. Right. They don't go out and campaign. No. It's almost like they don't feel like they need to. Right.
1: Maggie would not yeah. debate Audrey.
0: No, not at all.
1: And Hobbs wouldn't debate Debate mm-hmm. Lake. So, you know, let's just sit in our basement because we know we're going to cheat. We know what we're going to do. We don't really have to worry about it because we already know what the outcome is going to be.
0: It would seem that way. And, and
1: I felt that way in 2020 in my race, you know, that um, my, my opponent didn't have any signs. She didn't have any ads. The only thing that she did was um, all of her packs that were for her, Planned Parenthood, um, the Patriots, which are not really... Patriots, they're Democrats acting like patriots. They were sending out um, hit mail, and that's the only thing they did ten days before the election was hit piece after hit piece. I had thirteen hit pieces in ten days, mm-hmm. so you know it was just very interesting because I had five ads going on five different stations right here in KDAZ, mm-hmm. um, and I had um, you know uh, I had Facebook videos that were getting a lot and a lot a lot of hits. I had digital uh, media. You know that was going that were going to computers in my area, geofenced, and all of that stuff. I had all of that going, and yet, 8:30 we're pretty much neck and neck. By 12:30, she had won by 2,100 votes, and I didn't get very many more. And how do you do that when there's, you know, when there's only 68 percent, and then all of a sudden 100 percent, and that last, you know, 32 percent all went to one person. That's just it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense in any any race.
0: And they did the same thing with Carrie Lake.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, we're thinking, absolutely. oh,
0: well, wow. you know, she's she's her, her numbers are constantly increasing with all the votes. I The last I heard, I think there was like six hundred thousand votes left mm-hmm. to be counted. And yet somehow she did not get uh, more votes. Well, and only
1: 17 percent of Democrats went out to vote and yet she won by 50 percent. Yeah. I don't just
0: not believable. Not believable, not believable at all. all. I and mean and
1: that you know and that's a that's the good thing about this. I mean a lot of people were looking for the election fraud this time. Yeah. Because they knew it was coming. Uh-huh. We all knew it was coming. Right. And so there are people out there that are like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. I voted Republican this time. You know, that, and I you know? and I
0: believe, this is what I believe. You know how on election day we had such a huge number of people show up to vote on election day? Yes. My thought on that is is almost all those people were Republicans.
1: Pretty much. Or independents. I, I
0: really do. I think I think Democrats are mostly uh early voting and yeah. mail-in voting. I really do. I don't think yeah. that they were motivated to come vote on election day. All right, we're gonna take a break and then we will be right back.
2: After 45 years in the same location, Los Ranchos Gun Shop has moved to 6621 4th Street Northwest in Los Ranchos. New space, new inventory, but still committed to serving the safety needs of our guests. One block north of our old location, but still filled with no pressure. Locally owned and operated, proud of our commitment to service and community, and happy to support Talk Radio KDAZ.
0: Interested in getting your concealed carry permit, Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by a husband and wife team since 2004, individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one beginner and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com.
2: Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr.
0: Stephanie Z from ABQ General Dentistry.
2: Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology.
0: Let us transform your
1: life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle's not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español.
0: We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588
2: to begin your journey to an awesome smile.
1: Or on the web at albuquerquegeneraldentist.com.
0: Freedom speak. I'm your host, Becca Marie. You are listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. So, hey, I wanted to, uh, before I forget, I wanted to make a, a little announcement. Check out my Facebook page. I post a lot of stuff on there, and we're going to do a little experiment next week because... Um, around hopefully right at the first of the year we're going to be you know launching the new radio studio and i'm going to be when we because we record this show on friday mornings okay and then you guys listen into it on the air on saturdays on the radio um but what we're going to start doing after that is i'm going to be setting up some really nice cameras we're going to be hooked into the audio board we're going to be using the new studio Um, Some professional quality video, hopefully. And um, we are going to be streaming the radio show, the video show, (laughs) live while we're recording the show on Friday morning. So there'll be a live element to the show at that point. And not only that, but you'll be able to interact during the live stream on Friday morning by phone, by text, by instant message on, on social media. Uh, we'll have all of that. And, um, so it's going to be a lot of fun and there'll be a learning curve on that. I'm sure, but, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be exciting. So I'm really excited about, so, so watch for that. So anyway, what I'm, what I'm going to get back to is uh, we're going to be recording the next week's show on Wednesday, which because we have Thanksgiving holiday coming up. So we're going to record it on Wednesday. And just for the fun of it, what I'm going to do is uh, I am just going to stream us live on Facebook with my phone while we're recording the show. All of it, you know. Even the, even the breaks and everything, it just it's just going to be running the whole time. So, And you'll be able to instant message us on Facebook and interact with us if you want to while we're recording the show on Wednesday. So anyway, that's just a little teaser for what we're actually going to be doing after the first of the year. So I think that's going to be fun. So anyway, I got Stephen Garrett back with me finally. He uh, wandered off. He had some things he was doing. But we're going to talk about the things he's been doing, uh, which is kind of interesting. Hey, Stephen, welcome back to the show. Good morning.
2: How's uh, it going? It is, it's been a week. It's been a uh, actually a couple weeks now. Um, with everything that's been going on, I've been very busy uh, up till about two in the morning, back up at six just waiting through this and uh, I did yesterday finally get a uh, an IPA response and and they're asking for more time uh, the now what
0: is an IPA response first of all uh,
2: well it's uh, it, the the uh, It's a Freedom of Information Act. You you put in uh, an individual request for records. And uh, this goes back to a letter from Maggie uh, to Dominion.
0: Maggie Toulouse-Oliver, the current Secretary of State. The current Secretary of State. Uh
2: uh, And this goes back to August 19th of 2021. And it was an audit. Yes.
1: Say the difference—the difference between a FOIA and an IPRA. Right. FOIA is federal, right. so Freedom of Information Act, and then an IPRA is state. So right. when you do something to so the state, like you'll do it. So like a
0: state. Yeah, it's
1: free the free information uh, request. Yes. Right. It's okay. the it's the um, God, I can't even remember IPRA. This so. is,
2: yeah. Um. And what this goes to is, in the certification process, uh, there in 2021 there was an audit. There's continual audits every year, and uh, the audit itself, uh, she was deficient in. And the prior one to this, the originating one uh, was back in 2019, where they actually found that they couldn't account for all of the Dominion tabulators. Um, And it also goes to the programming code, the source code, which is to be held in escrow. Uh, It's not an escrow as in realty, but what it is is it's a safety requirement for the state that the operating software that is operating the machine is held in escrow should there be any type of, uh, should they go out of business, should there be some type of questioning as to the programming. The virgin copy is supposed to be held by an escrow agent in escrow should that arise. Uh, In August 19th, 2021, Maggie actually sent out a letter to Dominion reminding them of their contractual agreement that the proper source code be held in escrow. We don't even know if the proper source code for these machines, and there's... Many different versions. They have to be uh, occasionally patched and 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 uh, reprogrammed in order for it to function in the machine.
0: Now, okay. Now, so uh, this is something I, I you're talking about the source code. That means that. All of, excuse me, all the Dominion machines should have the most current version of that source code installed onto them in order for them to be considered legal and certified. Correct?
2: One would think, yes. Yeah, that that,
0: that isn't the perfect. That
1: hasn't happened since 2017 for our machines.
0: Correct. Yeah, that's a real
2: problem. And that's
1: supposed to happen every year right before a general
2: election. There are yes, you're you're looking at the. the uh, election code and the specific nature of how things are supposed to function. That's the reason why, uh, when I was at the certification process in Torrance, uh, I pulled uh, Miss Barella, our county manager, aside, and told her that the code is not being followed here. These machines, the way you're doing it, are not certified. She ended up researching, I gave her the code, she researched, she came back the next morning and forced them to restart the certification process. There are there are um, charges against our county clerk at present, and one of them is failure to follow election code in the certification process. So along with uh, violations of oath of office, uh, improper conduct in the office, Drug use, sexual misconduct, uh, and there are more charges being added. Uh, She has not, it's been over 40 days since she's been in her position at the clerk. She was there, not there, through the whole election process uh, of the general, uh, the certification. And why not? Uh, She is under charges. She is abstained from coming in. Uh, They should hold her accountable for that. And it uh, it they're in the process of we're in the process of either an impeachment or they will go after her bond.
0: Now, what's the name of the clerk?
1: Yeah, is she actually bonded though?
2: Uh, she's, she's not constitutionally bonded. Right. Uh, that's the problem, and what I've been fighting about for over two and a half years now.
0: What's the name of this clerk that we're referring to?
2: This is um, oh, um, Torrance. Torrance, she's uh, God. What is her name? Ortiz. I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, Torrance County. And there's there's many many. <laughs> uh, but getting back to the source code, I've been I have requested um, there are 22 Dominion voting machines in Torrance County. I have managed to get their serial numbers. I have managed to get the clerks receipts to the Secretary of State's office for certification. Uh, I've requested the operating software, what version, because there's six to eight different versions that have been altered in order to function. Is the current software the one that's available, the 2.0? No, The none of our machines here in Torrance County and that is one of the deficiencies in the Secretary of State's office.
0: Ivan Otero.
2: Ivan Otero, that, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, she, uh, Maggie, has forgiven herself. She There's actually a letter stating that she realizes uh, that the 2.0 is the necessary requirement under code, but that it doesn't operate in in. The, uh, tabulators so
0: it doesn't operate in them. what does that mean
2: it means it, it doesn't function properly they can't get the new software to function properly it has to be adapted per tabulator in order to make it function and that goes to um, and I brought if you care to look the Dominion contract and the parameters of that contract mm. um, And under that contract, Dominion is responsible to make sure that the proper operating software is in escrow. And as far as I know, and this goes back to last month on the 21st, I still haven't received any response on that.
0: Now, tell me, is there a, is there, you know, kind of like I, I, like when you go to the gas station and you mm-hmm. put gas in your car and you see a sticker on the pump saying that the pump has been certified to be accurate. Right. And, okay, now, is there a similar process on these? tabulator machines in which they're certified, in which there is a certifying agent, which is somebody which uh, you can trust uh, that is not going to be partisan to make sure that all of these machines meet the criteria of of the certification?
2: And yes, uh, it was was sort of disheartening when I went to the certification process. Uh, There were only two candidates there, myself and Craig Davis. Uh, their only party observer was the chair of the Torrance County Libertarian Party. And then there were a couple of, uh, there was an AP reporter who was, who, who did his best to do as many hit pieces on us as possible as election deniers and so forth. Sure. I put up a formal protest during the certification process because we don't know, uh, what operating software is in the machine if that is if that source code is in escrow and it matches because that is a pass fail it is a, at the at the secretary of state's level it is a pass fail requirement yeah and you can't even go further in the process of certification unless you know that's a fact
0: i mean it seems like to me that if the machine is required to be certified that if in fact it is not certified, that it should be
2: removed from service. Go
0: ahead, Allie.
1: But wait a minute, aren't they not supposed to be online?
0: Yeah, well, they're not supposed to be
2: here. Right? No, uh, actually, there <laughs> is a. Um,
1: but how do they get certified if they n- if they're, they're, they're not certified, online?
2: No, they're. They can't be hooked up. They're not supposed to be hooked up. Right. Not, um,
1: that's my point. I'm being, the, you know, I'm saying it tongue in cheek
2: uh, There's two technicians, and this is in the case of Torrance County certification. There were two technicians that work for the county. The um, deputy clerk was there because of the allegations against the clerk. So she performed. Uh, Miss Barella was in, in attendance to observe, to make sure that code was followed. And, uh, the one of, that is when the first day is when I put in my formal protest because I have not received the information that we did have issues in our, in our primary. Mm -hmm. Um, and that we're using the same machines Mm -hmm. for the general without clarification of what is the problem? Why do we have more votes than ballots? Mm Mm-hmm. Now it, you know, I have I have my own theories. I have uh, of of this. The one of the other problems that we have here in Torrance in 2019, the audit there found that um, there were missing Dominion tabulators mm-hmm. in tw- in um, August of 2021.
0: So the- there apparently there is not a. Like a chain of custody. uh, There is supposed to be. So how does one end up missing?
2: uh, Well, that was just it. They did uh, records transfers and and so forth. Now, in 2021, uh, when they did the audit then, they said that all of the equipment had been found, that it was clerical errors that had, had slowed this up for two years. And so what I did is I put an IPRA in for the last missing Dominion tabulator and that's through GSD uh, there to any any capital outlay assets there to be uh, keep track of so I put in my pre request to the GSD GSD came back with a response put your request in to the New Mexico Department of Transportation which I found kind of strange why would I? Why would I be? Why would this go to? The, who then, in turn, they responded and they sent it to the Secretary of State's office. Uh, the Secretary of State uh, just yesterday finally, um, finally, uh, responded, and the response they gave me it was as this: "We are continuing to work on fulfilling your request." Due to the nature of the timing of your request, we have determined that your request is excessively burdensome and broad pursuant to NMSA 1978. Uh, section... Your request is burdensome. Yes. So it's and... like
0: you're really, really uh, just, you know, causing us a lot of uh, <laughs> uh, inconvenience here. And so yeah. therefore we don't want to do this. So
1: in my experience, <laughs> that is a, a statement that they use for everything that you request.
2: And, and we'll be additionally, we need additional time to search for the records to respond. We will provide an updated response on or before November of 2018. 2018. 2018. <laughs> See, I <laughs> so, told you so they use it for everything. Marty McFly, Sorry. we're 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 so, going back go. in time.
0: That is proof that that is a canned response that they didn't even read your request.
2: It's uh, it's it's been it's been fun. I have over 22, uh, or out of out of 35 iper responses, I have 22 still outstanding. Unbelievable. Um, This goes to, and and that's what I've been saying all along, that we have missing tabulators. In the process of this, I also approved for all of the uh, serial numbers uh, to the voting, uh, to the uh, ballot printers. And that is when I found out that we don't, the state doesn't own the printers. We lease them. So you don't have to, the clerk has no inventory list or knows the disposition of all of the, all of, all of the ballot printers in the county. Uh-huh. Uh, there's no way to track them. So we don't even know how many ballot printers are in the state. I have I have yet to receive an uh, IP response on that. See,
0: that's another thing we need chain of custody on. Okay, yep. you need to know where all those ballot printers are, because somebody could be in a in a in a back room somewhere just cranking out ballots, fake ballots, and having ballots fraudulently filled out.
1: Bum, bum, bum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And um, yet, this corrupt secretary of state supposedly got reelected, right?
2: Yeah, there's there. If she wasn't screwing up so bad, I would I would feel sort of sorry for her. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't
1: know that she's screwing up. I oh, think it's on purpose.
2: There's uh, I've I've had the benefit of uh, someone that that has a conversational relationship, so to speak, uh, and we've given her ample opportunity.
0: Mm-hmm. See, we don't even. We don't even know um, anything about her. I've never had a chance to talk to her. I've never heard her speak. And being is that she would not debate Audrey, Oh, yeah. uh, none of us got to hear her speak either. That's the way these people are winning elections going forward. They're hiding in their basements or whatever, and they're refusing to uh, to debate.
1: Open their mouth and remove all doubt. Right. Is right. They don't want to do yeah. that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, look what happened with Oz and Fetterman, I yeah. mean, with that one debate. I mean, and they still voted for Fetterman, no, they supposedly.
1: Didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't think they did either. But, huh.
2: Well, uh, yeah, we're working on, uh, and that's one of the reasons why I was late. I've been contacting attorneys. Uh, the state is is very efficient in certain things, and one of those is tying up every A-B rated attorney mm-hmm. in the state. They issue them out contracts. The contracts, they'll they'll shuffle off one or two cases to them, but they can't even look at the information that I'm bringing forward to them. Mm-hmm. I've I've in in my opinion, I am it's, not an so, attorney. So
1: basically, you're saying that's a conflict of interest for them. So oh yeah, having a hard time finding an attorney. Uh, does not have a conflict of interest because right. they're all bought and paid for by the state. Isn't it?
2: Uh, essentially, yeah? yeah. Well, we've been okay. talking
0: about that for months how oh, yeah. the governor has uh, almost every law firm in the state uh, on retainer. Did
1: you notice the ballot, your ballot in Bernalillo County? Every single one of those judges. There were no Republican judges opposing the no, Democrat judges. None.
0: All unopposed?
1: All unopposed. That course, has got to stop. I didn't fill any of those ovals yeah.
0: in, by the way.
2: Well, that's, no. you know, that's what I was screaming about through this whole thing, through the whole primary and everything. You got Everyone was screaming about the governor's position, we the not, governor's can position. Can we not
0: find any Republican judges to run for office <sighs> in this state? Why, why
1: do you want to run if you know you're going to lose?
0: That's a good point. I mean, look what happened to the ones that did run. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I th- I actually think we lost some seats in the House of Representatives, don't you?
2: Um, actually I, I I think we in in the House, I think we actually picked up one seat.
1: One seat. so we're at what twenty two. Yeah,
2: yeah, they still About have 70? a supermajority yeah. in both the House and the Senate.
1: Well and, and a supermajority isn't a supermajority, it's just totalitarianism. It <laughs> yeah. is
0: it is. It is. It's democracy.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't get and, me started on that. <laughs> it,
0: it's democracy in which one party has all the power. Yeah. And I've then, disseminated
2: all of this information out yeah. to numerous people. I've talked have, about
0: this before about democracies are just mob rule.
2: Yeah. yeah. And Dem-
0: uh, democrats. Uh, the is what it is. Yeah, we're not supposed. To, we're supposed to have democratic elections, not democratically ran governments.
2: <laughs> right. Correct. One would, one would, one would, you know, in our in our wonderful republic, one would assume, right. that, yeah, uh, that that we actually had control over our elections.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, Allie, you said you had some comments about that opening monologue I made about the banana republic thing. Yeah. What were you thinking about that? So
1: let's see. Um Yes. I our, love that term. Our Democrat Party-controlled government in our country is fast qualifying to be referred, re, be referred to as a banana, banana republic. Even if we don't have bananas here, you're absolutely correct. Right. And you said something about... Um, what would we call
0: it? Like, uh, let's see, we don't have bananas. We have pecans. Maybe we could call it a pecan republic. That would, or that would
1: be for New Mexico yeah. or a chili.
0: A chili republic. A chili republic. Oh, that's even better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So... so
2: Christmas Republic. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Christmas <we> Republic. <laughs> that's funny.
1: Um, you said something about Biden getting eighty-one million votes. So he got eighty-one million ballots. He right. didn't get he got eighty-one million,
0: million ballots. ballots. Exactly. So, yes. So that's a good point.
1: Yes. So um, you know, I just just very interesting. And and what you had said, there's there were just a couple of things, and that was one of them, where you said, you know, you got eighty-one million votes. No he yeah. 81 million ballots.
0: 81 million Well, ballots.
1: and then the, there's the clip going around again where Biden even says, we have built the greatest, biggest election fraud Frauds. organization <laughs> in American history. I mean, he admits it.
2: One of the yeah. only times that he actually spoke the yeah. truth. I said every right.
1: once in a while he is lucid.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Know, and does tell the truth.
2: Ixnay on the on the... <laughs>
0: <laughs> if it's really biden right
1: i don't think it is but you know you that's know, another i know that's there's, another thing
0: there's this conspiracy <coughs> theory going around in which uh, it's it, it's not really biden and and i've seen the pictures i showed you as like, pictures it's like i think you've made a believer out of me
1: yeah i've showed you the pictures you know just like are.
0: the tom hanks thing it's yeah. like i i saw that picture. pictures were going around about that about that whole thing when he was out of country and then he flew back in and they took pictures of him and they were showing like his earlobes and stuff like that and it's like wow that, those are not yep. the same earlobes yep yeah yep i i there's so. a lot of stuff out there oh yeah, You know, I'll, and there are things that I talked about a couple of years ago that a lot of people said, oh, well, is, those are just
2: conspiracy theories, but
0: they all turned out to be true. So what can we really believe anymore?
2: Well, that's that. That's we the, don't know. That's part of the problem that I'm having. Yeah. And finding an attorney. They have done very well. Uh, with putting out there that anyone that raises any questions is an election denier. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not denying anything. I'm asking questions, Uh, and I'm asking for answers. How can you
1: be an election denier when there was an election? Yeah. There was an election? I'm
0: not denying there was an election. Exactly.
1: I'm not an election denier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying that it was fraudulent.
0: (laughs) Right. I am too.
2: Um. Yeah. There's, there's so many deficiencies. Uh. I've actually got Maggie on at least three fourth-degree felonies.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. You can remove her.
0: But yet, the whole state is ran by Democrats. So is she going to help no. be held accountable? No. Well,
2: that's just it. No. You you have party heads. Because that, we
0: have democracy in in New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We have fascism. Um, we do.
0: Well, that's what happens. You you democratically elect everybody in one party, and then at that point you have fascism. You don't have democracy. You have democratically elected fascists. They're
1: they're they're just democrats. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> we had uh I had a I had a I mean we brought up um, ballot transportation boxes. And over two years ago, Gary Pearson happened to go into, uh, uh, what is it, Surplus City. And lo and behold, sitting there were two pallets of ballot transportation boxes.
0: At Surplus City. At Surplus Very City. Nice. They hey, sold them
2: selling them for $10 a piece.
0: We're at the end of the first hour. Okay. so. We're gonna take a little break, guys, and then we'll be back. We're gonna wrap this up, and then I want to talk a little bit about uh, how the uh, Joe Biden is going after Elon Musk. (laughs) (laughs) We can't have that free speech. We'll be right back.